So, Michaela, you know when you go on holidays to like a resort and they've got the pool bar and you have to drink out of plastic? I know you're partial to an alcoholic beverage or seven, but do you stoop to the plastic cups or do you just forego it and wait till you get to the bar? Oh, no, it's got alcohol in it. I'll drink it. It doesn't matter what comes in. <laughs> it doesn't matter what it's the receptacle in, it's is. In, it's what's inside that counts, you know, not the outer beauty. Isn't that what they say? Yeah, okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Tradies Business Show, helping you get off the tools and into true business ownership so you can spend more time doing the things that matter most. Now, here are your hosts, Warwick Bidwell and Michaela Clark. Welcome to another episode of the Tradies Business Show, where we're environmentally friendly and embrace Drinking plastic. Drinking out of plastic. <laughs> Recycled plastic, of That's course. That's right, yes. And recycling what's in the plastic. Anyway, <laughs> uh, welcome back, listeners. Great to have you with us. I'm Wazza, in case you couldn't recognise from my uh, you know, my beautiful husky voice. He's very husky at the moment. moment. Are you moonlighting as a phone operator or something? One one nine hundred call Wazza? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think anybody's bringing that number. <laughs> I'd be going broke pretty quick, I reckon. So uh, instead of moonlighting as a one nine hundred phone, now I'm thinking about how I would answer the phone. <laughs> Let's not go there. I um, you're gonna make more money than being a trading being an adult phone operator. Mm, yeah, I don't know about that. Well, five dollars a minute, isn't it? That's what they go for, or something. So that's three hundred bucks an hour. We're in the wrong profession. I can I'm hear just... people tuning out of our show <laughs> as we speak. So this is the Tradies Business Show. We're actually encouraging you to run your tradie business better, not go and get a job as a adult phone line <laughs> operator. Perhaps that's an area that uh, Tradies VA could branch out into. <laughs> so today, listeners, we have a guest interview, and as he listens to this, he's probably wondering what he got roped into. But um, uh, pretty interesting, well, product, but also... Uh, this guy's not a tradie. Uh, a little bit like our interview, well, not exactly like, but a little bit like our interview with Joy Leishman from Aussie Light, where somebody who's, I guess, seen an opportunity to innovate in the market, and we talk a little bit about innovation on the Tradies Business Show, um, and do something a bit different to the rest of the industry, uh, former engineer, and so he's basically sourced this product that has all these benefits over traditional building um, products and, and techniques. And I actually think this is going to be a serious business. Um, not that it's a serious business now, but, you know, like it's going to be a something that, that, yeah, yeah. That explodes. It's so he's, you know, identified a gap in the market. He's gone after, he's done the hard yards, and he's found this um, product that involves plastic. That's the, the plastic Plastic. Thing. Oh, yeah, boom, boom. Uh, that, you know, really can shift the way these materials are used in the industry and mm. it's really solved a problem, which yes. is all about what you know companies need to do these days is solve problems. Mm. We won't get into the technical side of it because we really have no idea about beams. <laughs> well, I don't. <laughs> you don't. Makata wouldn't know an I-beam from an... Anyway, um, an eyesore. So, uh, Kieran from Combo, uh, he won uh, Small Business of the Year last year in the Sunshine Coast region, um, doing some pretty cool stuff, and uh, yeah, pretty fascinating product. I'd keep an eye on this guy. So, joining us on the Tradies Business Show today is uh, a man who uh, is actually making uh, building beams, like structural beams and everything, out of plastic. Uh, now that's probably oversimplifying it a bit, but um, welcome to the show, Kieran from Combo Enterprises. Thank you very much, Warwick. It's great to be here. 
Great. So tell a little bit about your background and, and what you're currently doing now. All right. Um, I'm actually, uh, I am actually an engineer. Um, so about three or four years ago, I took some time off and started looking at doing some renovations around my own home. And uh, we live very close to the water. And one of the challenges was trying to find materials that would be suitable for, um, I guess, use very close to a coastal region. Um, so as a result, the, the renovations became my first prototype for a, a material I, I, I looked up and found out about, which was called uh, structural polymer or fiber reinforced polymer. And uh, yeah, we've been doing a lot of work with it since. And so uh, do you actually manufacture the products, Kieran? No, we, we get the products manufactured overseas. The, uh, the capital cost to manufacture is quite high. Um, but what we do is we work with uh, structural engineers, um, both in Australia, and we've worked with some in Perth as well, um, to look at suitable, um, I guess, profiles. And uh, we have uh, different moulds made so that the, um, the various profiles can be manufactured to our specification. Um, so they're suitable for use within the building industry. And so often when people um, are innovative and invent new things, they come across a lot of challenges in the process. What are some of the things that uh, you found challenging about this process and, and what did you do to overcome those? Yeah, yeah certainly. I think the biggest challenge was uh, importing goods. I've, I've never done that before. So there's, uh, I guess, a lot of things to learn about how to go about importing goods from overseas and, and I guess dealing with companies that you've not initially met. Um, and and I, I guess finding out how to um, – the building industry is not my background, um, so there was a lot of things to learn about the industry, the standards, and uh, I guess what's what's necessary in order to sell materials into the building – I guess into the building industry within Australia. It's interesting because a lot of people, you know, have great ideas and aren't part of an industry and they think that uh, because they're not part of it or have the knowledge that they often don't proceed due to the fear of backlash from the industry or not having enough knowledge. But you overcome that by knowing you had a great product that could make a difference and, and still went ahead learning that industry to make a difference. How was that process for you? Um, I think I'm too stupid to say no. Um, I think I... <laughs> Ignorance is bliss, mate. It, it always is. I, I think whenever someone tells you you can't do something, sadly, I, I think that motivates me to think, well, why not? And um, I, I had this exact conversation with, with one of the initial companies I was looking at getting something done, and I guess their mindset is very much old school. They they know the materials, and, and I, I don't have an issue with that. Um, and it was it was certainly a challenge finding structural engineers that one had actually heard of the product. A, a lot of companies... A lot of structural engineering companies as well as builders I spoke to have, have never heard of fibre-enforced polymer or structural polymers. Um, so there was there's a, a big educational exercise trying to, one, get them across it, um, and then, two, to show them that the product actually is capable of doing all the things which uh, on paper it is able to do. So it sounds like, uh, you know, you've run into a few brick walls, pardon the pun, maybe fibre-reinforced polymer walls along the way, Kieran. <laughs> yes. there's, there's one of my dad jokes for the regular listeners. But, uh, um, mate, what were some of the attitudes, I guess, and, and, you know, you talked about some of the structural engineers, but how's the market receiving your product? Oh, it's been fantastic. We um, were very fortunate in that... Um, there's a lot of very good uh, builders here. Um, we're based here up on the, on the Sunshine Coast, 
Um, and the, the, the things which the structural polymer can address have been real problems for them. So uh, I had an, an opportunity over a, a year ago now for a house being built uh, right near the, uh, the ocean. Um, and it started out as a very simple request to, to look at replacing a couple of rafters where they had a very large span, it was nearly eight metre span, and they were struggling to get a low profile uh, uh, timber LVL to, to make that span. And it expanded from that, and, and this is where I, I, I was, I guess, blessed with the people I've been working with. It, it went from putting rafters into replacing all the timber and even a steel U-beam with my product. So the entire house was built from the structural polymer. And I'm finding with more builders as I talk to them, um, I'm not getting a lot of negativity. I'm actually getting lots more questions about how can we use it. And, yeah, it's been very, very positive. So that's been fantastic. So having a new product to the market, how have you gone about uh, getting the word out to the industry? I mean, people don't go looking for things that they don't know exist. So how have you found that marketing branding challenge? Yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's very true. Um, I think what we've done is spend a little bit more time in the background getting, I guess, um, some very interesting reference sites out of the way. So we've, we've got a, a big cantilever roof that was done for a house where... Uh, they're traditionally made, I guess, out of steel and concrete uh, form, and that was built using the structural polymer and um, uh, foam foam block. So we've, we've got some interesting projects where we we've, I guess, tested the concept and made sure that uh, it's easy to work with. And I'm also working with the um, local university here, where we've got quite a few projects going on board with some undergraduate students. So, so to me, it comes down to just educating I guess the next group of structural engineers and working with architects and structural engineers so that they're familiar with the product and therefore when they I guess are engaged by builders they're aware of the product and I guess can see whether it's suitable for their next projects. So Kieran one of the uh, ways we talk about on the Tradies Business Show that Tradies can market their business and access new um, customers is through alliances have you had any alliances that have helped you get your product to market or any, you know, strategic partners that have uh, been valuable in that sense? Um, at this stage, no. Um, we've, we've certainly got a few builders that are familiar with it. So oh, I guess may, maybe the answer is yes. We've got a couple of builders and some structural engineers that um, have embraced the product. But I, I haven't really pushed a lot of the marketing at this stage because there's still a little bit more... Uh, testing that I want to confirm in terms of some of the brackets and fixtures. And uh, I think once that's done, I, I'd need to readdress how we want to, I guess, better market and brand the product. And I know you mentioned with having those builders, and I think it shows the importance of having, you know, case studies and testimonials of, of your product, whether you're, you're a, a plumber or a builder or whatever the industry is, but how important those real-life case studies can be. They're absolutely critical, and um, until you can get, uh, I guess, a friendly on board that, because it's, it, it is a big risk to anyone to take on a new product, especially one which, uh, you know, you tell someone, we've got a product that weighs a, a quarter of the weight of steel, um, is stronger than steel, and you can lift up and put these big beams in by hand, um, it almost sounds farcical. So, yeah, get, getting someone that uh, one embraces it and is comfortable putting it into their projects. There's a lot of money spent on these big projects, so yeah, it's it's absolutely critical. Mm, and lots of uh, 
cost savings, I'm standing here with my tradie brain thinking, geez, you could avoid uh, hiring cranes and, you know, reduce the amount of manpower and the build time would be a lot less. So uh, there sounds like a whole lot of benefits to this particular product, Kieran. Uh, there are, and, and I think that's, again, uh, by working with the, um, the, the various builders that I've worked with, um, embracing their feedback. So, you know, I'm, I'm not an expert in the construction industry. So to me, getting their feedback has been fantastic in terms of, I guess, better understanding how we can move forward and, and what I might need to do in terms of some assistance with either the technical designs or different brackets or fixtures, which make it easier for them to do their job. Kieran, one of the things I want to talk to you about today is uh, you won a, a small business award recently, um, late last year, and uh, I just wanted to talk about, um, I guess, the benefits of even just entering those awards and what you learned about your company and yourself that's actually helped you with your business in general. Yeah, so yeah, we're very fortunate that um, here on the coast they have uh, some industry awards and um, yeah, we won the Small Business of the Year last year, which gave me, uh, I guess, two things. It, one, it, it sort of cemented that we were on a good path of what we were trying to do. And certainly, uh, we, we absolutely leveraged that uh, industry recognition when we talked to people. And we're finding we had uh, quite a few inquiries as a result of that exposure. And, and I guess small businesses, um, you don't have deep pockets in terms of marketing. And uh, industry awards and, and industry recognition is absolutely critical to getting um, credibility in the market. So, yeah, I strongly recommend anyone who is in a, in a similar situation with their business to look at ways they can get some recognition and, and brand awareness and exposure through uh, any industry awards that are available. Because often a lot of small business, you know, look at the entry form, go, oh, it's going to take me hours and... You know, and you know, it does. Yeah, <laughs> it does. But it certainly, you know, the rewards certainly can outweigh that time investing. Uh, it, it, it's, I think it's essential. It's um, we've all got reasons and excuses for why um, we don't have the time to do something. But it, but in reality, um, if you get stuck in the day to day grind, you stop thinking strategically. And I think that's a huge risk to any any business in in a startup mode because the day to day will consume you. And if you don't make an effort to sit away from the desk and, and look at the bigger picture, uh, you'll stagnate very, very quickly. So, Kieran, it all sounds pretty cool, mate. You've come up with this fantastic plastic beam. I'm, I'm going to just coin that phrase, mate. Uh, you can use that in your marketing <laughs> if you like. But uh, fantastic plastic. <laughs> um, you know, the, the heaps of uh, benefits there in terms of cost savings, weight savings, they're not affected by corrosion, all the span things that we talked about earlier and from an engineering point of view. Um, it sounds like a pretty, pretty uh, simple thing, mate. Take it to market and everybody will buy it, but uh, you must be facing some challenges. I mean, what, what are some of the things you're struggling with at the moment from that strategic point of view in your business? It it's, it's all comes down to it's it's new into the market. There are a few people that are aware of it, um, but it's, uh, I guess, yeah, there's logistics, there's working out what are, are suitable profiles and what sort of span tables people would find uh, suitable for, for their particular uh, needs. So, again, we're not a, a company that wants to um, come up with, you know, 50 or 70 different profiles, so a very 
critical part of our next phase is working out a subset of standard sizes that we want to um, um, focus on. So we'll be able to address certain requirements within the building industry by having a range of profiles that are suitable for for those industries. But we we don't what we don't want to do is you know have 500 different samples and profiles because the um, the logistics of of ordering, storing, and warehousing is just not practical. So you know, I think our challenges is aligning, I guess, the the product, which we're very confident addresses the market, with the the right sort of um, building opportunities. So with a lot of startups, they they do make mistakes. Uh, I'd love to know perhaps a, a mistake that you've experienced and learnt from and, and grown from in this uh, process of starting a new business. Yeah, I make lots of mistakes. So, um, just one's fine. <laughs> just, just one. I, I think we, yeah. What, what I did wrong was when, when I started, I, uh, I put my finger in three or four different pies, and, and the reality was there's only so many hours in the day. So, I, I think you've really got to focus on one particular area, and invest your energy into it before you start um, marketing and, and talking about different technologies because there's a lot more involved in um, getting a new product out on the market or, or even an established product that you want to take to the market under your own branding. So uh, I think, yeah, the, I'd say the, the biggest lesson I've learned is I've got to um, be very focused on one thing and not um, touch other things too, too early. Yeah, it's such a great point, Kieran, and it's an area that Michaela is, uh, I guess, a recognised expert on is niching, uh, and I know she's uh, speaking at, a, at an event later in the year called Pro Blogger um, about just that, of, of the power of, of niches, and certainly looking at your product, Kieran, it, it looks very niched, you know, it's a very specific product with a specific application. I loved what you were saying about just keeping it to a certain number of profiles, um, you know, I guess uh, for, the, the, for the uninitiated, we're talking about a beam profile, like a, a size dimension and everything, is that right? Yeah, that, that's right. So I'm, I'm lucky in the sense that I've got some very good relationships with structural engineering companies that um, I guess are familiar with some industry standard profiles. So profiles, I'm talking about are things like I-beams or box sections or RHS sections or C-channels. Um, they're, they're typically profiles used for steel or aluminium, not so much for timber. And uh, in the building industry, span tables, I guess, are the lifeblood of a builder when they're looking at doing a deck or doing a house, um, understanding what profile, in what meaning what dimensions, can span a certain distance and take a certain amount of uh, load. So that's, that's our focus is if we know what's a very common uh, profile and what's a, a, a very popular part of the building industry where we, we, we feel our product offers advantages over the timber or steel or aluminium, that's, that's what we'll be focusing on. Yeah, and it's interesting that you've, you're making a conscious decision not to be everything to everyone so soon, that you really wanted to corner the main part of the market and then grow from there. So I think a lot of people starting out, they try and be something for everyone um, and try and solve all the world's problems. So it's great that you're identifying some key areas where you can make the biggest difference. Yeah, and, and I think it's 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 easy to get caught in that trap because um, you, we've had people ask about certain things and all of us and oh, there's an opportunity to go and use a, a profile Z that I'd not thought of using before. Um, but the reality is, and I think this is where you take a step back and think of the bigger picture, 
if it's not on your roadmap of where you want the product to be in the short term, I think you're better off saying to that person, can't help you at the moment, make a note of it and then look at it down the track. So, Kieran, what's next for Combo and uh, and for your FRP uh, uh, beams and everything, mate? Yeah, the, the the biggest project at the moment is getting the span tables finalised. So we've got some destructive testing being performed in Brisbane uh, very soon. Um, once that's completed, we can get um, a whole range of span tables out to the market and that makes it very easy, I guess, for engineers and builders to grab the product and incorporate incorporating their project so that, that's certainly in terms of the frp where we're going but i did mention we i did have my finger in the pie of a few other things so we've got artificial grass and and composite wood as well so we've got two other things sitting in the back burner and um i've yeah i've, I've got uh, some active projects happening with those products at the moment as well nice mate so Kieran, one of the questions we love to ask our guests on the show is uh, if you had a thousand tradies in a room, what's a piece of advice you would love to leave them with? Jeez, uh, a thousand tradies in a room. Um, Apart from buy your product. Yeah, they should be using my product. Um, I, I, I honestly think in, in, in any industry, you've got to look after your customers. And my advice is just uh, it doesn't matter what they're talking to you about or whatever. Um, I, I think it's it's critical to um, respect your customers and um, and try and follow up um, with whatever you've told someone you're going to do. You must follow up on it. Uh, I've been caught out when we've promised to get back to someone and for whatever reason, no matter how legitimate we feel it is, we haven't got back in the time. I think that's the number one killer for my from my experiences. Not not being upfront with your customers and not um, keeping in touch with them when you're doing your work. Yeah, such good advice, mate. And uh, so if there is somebody listening uh, that is is thinking, gee, that sounds like a good product, um, and they'd like to find out more about you, uh, where would they go to do that? What's the best place? Yeah, absolutely. Um, We have a website, so it's www.kombo.com.au, and it's got information about the company and, and the different products that we're selling, and there's also Facebook links and so on. So, yeah, we more than happy to talk to anyone about our products and we'd love to have others being aware of it and uh, hopefully thinking about using it for future projects. And you uh, you cover the whole of Australia, yeah? Uh, we do and the probably the thing that we'll be doing from next year is looking at uh, setting up um, offices or resellers um, outside of um, Queensland. Good Great. stuff. Well, thanks for your time today and wish you all the luck. Thank you very much, McKellar, and thank you very much, Warwick. So, interesting interview there with Kieran from Combo. Go check out the website and, uh, yeah, have a look at the products. They also do artificial grass, so um, I'll I'll stay away from all the dad jokes about grass. But um, I think he said a third the weight of uh, steel and mm. stronger. Um, it's like the old stuff about spiders' webs, isn't it? Uh, so, you know, it cuts down on install time. Well, spiders' webs, you know, they're the strongest, um, what, like, anyway, strength right. to weight. Okay. <laughs> um, but go and check it out, combo.com.au. That's combo with a K. Um, and, uh, you know, speaking of lifting heavy things, there's there's some great stuff on tradieshealth.com.au because it's August and August is Tradie Health Month. <coughs> 
<coughs> Sorry, I'm just feeling really healthy at the moment. It's winter here in Australia, and lots of us have got the lurgy, particularly those of us with the man flu that really get struck down by this insidious disease. It's terrible, just, terrible. Women just don't understand. There needs to be a vaccine for it. Do you know they've scientifically proven that it's worse? Oh, man flu is a real thing. Oh, it is not. Oh, anyway, go read. I'll, I'll find you the research. Do it. Scientifically proven. That man flu exists. Man flu exists. Is that what exists. you're telling me? Yep. It was on Facebook. So, <laughs> it must be true. <laughs> so it's Tradies Health Month this month. Um, it's, a more, it's about more than just your physical health. It's about mental health. It's about nutrition. It's about safety in the workplace. Basically just looking after tradies and looking after yourself to make sure that, you know, the number one tool in your shed is uh, working as well as it possibly can. So go to tradieshealthmonth.com.au and uh, Michaela would like to add something. <laughs> And if you want to get more tools to work in your business, the Tradies Business Toolkit is out. I know? knew you couldn't give a straight face <laughs> saying that one. Tradies Business Toolkit. There's a lot of tools in there. Um, and it's not out. all of them are in the Facebook page either. No. But, but uh, look, for a dollar, for 30 days, you can get access to our uh, new online community. And in there is heaps of um, templates and tools for your business, webinars, recordings, extended interviews from some of our guests, and uh, lots of good stuff to help grow your business. And an awesome private Facebook group where we hold you accountable, we chat about your problems that you're having, we give advice, and, and have a laugh as well. Basically, you can get pretty much business coaching. Oh, that's what it sounds like to me. You get templates, you get webinars, you get a... A private Facebook group, get held accountable, you get input from a couple of business gurus like us um, for 27 bucks a month. Cheapest uh, chips. But you can test drive it for a dollar, for a whole month, for a dollar, and, um, and then after that it's only 27 a month. I mean, you can't even buy a carton for that anymore. So, well, maybe Forex. No, no, you, no, not Forex. What's that um, Powers beer I think you can get? Oh, do they still make beer? Yeah, Powers. Powers think, bitter. I think so. I used to drink a bit of Powers bitter when I was a young bloke. <laughs> Because well it was cheap. Uh, so go to tradiesbusinesstoolkit.com and sign up for your $1.30 day trial. And because it's Tradies Health Month, we don't condone excessive drinking. That's right. We, we should mention Moderation. that. Moderation. Yes. Because <laughs> that was a really clash of concepts, wasn't it? All right. I think that's probably a good point for us to end this episode. It's been great to have you with us on the Tradies Business Show. Make sure you come back for another one. And until then, bye. Hey-roo. You've been listening to the Tradies Business Show with Warwick Bidwell and Michaela Clark. Want to get off the tools into true business ownership? Find out how at tradiesbusinessshow.com.